inspired by your spirit, Lord, we gather in your temple to worship your Son. Enlighten our minds and lay bare our inmost thoughts. Purify your people and make us obedient to the demands of your law so that we may mature in wisdom and grow to full stature in your grace. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. In the following reading, the prophet Malachi reminds us that God has always been involved in the history of his people. When the Messiah comes, God's involvement is going to bring salvation. A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. Thus says the Lord God, See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, indeed he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in the days of old and as in former years. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From the following passage from the letter of the Hebrews, we hear of flesh, which in the Bible means human nature mixed in weakness. Flesh is contrasted with spirit and God. As our high priest, Christ overcomes flesh and sends the spirit to live within us and among us, thus setting us free. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in many in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, should make the source of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one. For this reason, he is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, Here am I and the children whom God has given me. Since the children share flesh and blood, Jesus himself likewise shared the same things, so that through death he might destroy the one who has power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. 
For it is clear that Jesus did not come to help angels, but the descendants of Abraham. Therefore, he has had to become like his brothers and sisters in every respect, so that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, to make a sacrifice of atonement for the sins of the people. Because Jesus himself was tested by what he suffered, he is able to help those who are being tested. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you. When the time had come for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph brought the child Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen Christ of the Lord. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples. A light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. And a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When Mary and Joseph had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Ruha, Holy Spirit. You moved Simeon and Anna in the temple to go and see the Christ, 
the light of the nations. Ruach, Holy Spirit, move us, help us to see. I called my friend, Father Bill Rosenbaum, yesterday. Yeah, he's actually Catholic. He's not a Jewish rabbi. He's a Catholic priest. He's the pastor at St. Clement in Johnstown. I said, hey, Bill, I need a story. I need a story for, for the homily. And he said, well, there was a story about years ago, centuries ago, that a young man was, was hired on a ship and he went on the ship, and, and they were explaining things to him, and they finally said to him, now it's time to meet the captain. Have you heard this story? Well, you probably have. Anyway, it's time to meet the captain, and so they take this, sa- this sailor, this, this rookie, this newbie, to the deck where the captain is standing, and the sailor looks and is astounded. Because the captain had a peg leg, a hook instead of a hand, and an eye patch over his eye. So the young sailor listens to the captain explaining his duties and what they expect of him. And finally, the captain says to the young guy, Luca, pay attention. This is good. You're going to remember this. (laughs) He says, "Uh, do you have any questions? And the young sailor, he's afraid to ask, but he's going to ask anyway. He said, Captain, uh, can you tell me what happened to your leg? You're there with this peg leg. He said, "Uh, son, we were attacked by a pirate ship. And a cannonball flew onto our deck and hit me in the leg and I lost my leg. That's terrible, said the young sailor. And the sailor looked at the captain and he said, well, what about your hand? Why do you have a hook instead of a hand? And the captain said, oh, laddie, the pirates jumped on board the ship and we got into a sword fight. And in the sword fight, they took me hand. The sailor said, oh, that's terrible, that's terrible. But sir, what happened to your eye? Why why are you wearing that eye patch on your eye? He said, oh, laddie, I was on deck and a a seagull crapped in my eye. Wait a minute, a seagull crapped in your eye? And that caused you to lose your eye to a patch? How did that happen? He said, oh, sonny, no, no. The seagull happened the day after I got me hook. Now, I said to Bill, I said, what does that have to do with Simeon and Anna? And he said, nothing. I thought, well, that's great. But then I realized, I've been dealing with a, I must have broken a blood vessel in my eye. So my eye has been red for a week or two. It was a seagull. The story of Simeon and Anna, the story of the presentation of Jesus is a powerful, powerful story for us. If 
if we put ourselves into the story. This Simeon, this old guy who, who lived in the temple, Luke tells us that the Spirit moved him. When the parents of Jesus showed up with Jesus, the Spirit moved him to go and see this child. He was told that you're not going to die, Simeon, before you see the Messiah. And poor Simeon looks and here's this, this poor couple who can only afford to bring the two pigeons for the sacrifice to redeem their firstborn. That's the Messiah. We, no, 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 no. The, the Messiah's got to come in on a, on a stallion and he's got to be powerful. And... But Simeon realizes that this Jesus, born of human parents, poor parents, is the chosen Messiah of God. And Anna balances out the whole male-female thing Anna appears in Luke's gospel because Luke's gospel is the gospel that really shows a balance in favor of women. So naturally, if we have Simeon, then we have to have the female, Anna. And she also is moved by the Spirit, and according to Luke's gospel, she testifies to everybody what she has seen. She testifies what she's come to recognize in this child of Mary and Joseph. To take that gospel into our own lives, our own hearts. How does the Spirit move us? What does the Spirit say to us telling us how to live, what to do, I would guess that very often for most of us, the Spirit speaks through the words of Scripture. They move us. The words of Scripture move us to, to do what God wants us to do, to go where God wants us to go. The Word of God is the tool of the Spirit of God. And like Simeon and Anna in the story, you and I are called to recognize the Messiah, the light of the world. How do we do that? Where have we seen the light of Jesus, the Savior of the world? You know, when you leave today, if, if you want, we have these candles. We encourage you to take a candle home with you. And when you light the candle at home, we encourage you to see the presence of Jesus. What happens in the story, both Simeon and Anna begin to proclaim what they've seen. I, I love the television show, the comedy uh, Mom. And one of the reasons I love Mom is I have a crush on Alice and Jamie, Janie. I, I just, she's so beautiful and great actress. And I really have liked her since the West Wing. And, and she plays the mother in the story. And she has an adult daughter, Christina. And they're both recovering alcoholics. And they struggle with this alcoholism. And 
the story usually centers around the whole group of, that comes to their meetings, their friends, their AA meetings. About two seasons ago, a new character showed up. Her name was Regina. She was played brilliantly by Viola Davis. What an actress. And her story, she, she realizes that she is an alcoholic and she's also been sentenced to prison for embezzling millions of dollars from her company. And while she's in prison, she continues to go to AA meetings and she finds the Lord. She begins to realize that Jesus is the Savior. Jesus will set her free from everything that binds her, holds her back. She gets out of prison earlier than she's supposed to, praise Jesus. And she finds that she can live with one of the members of the AA group, praise Jesus. She gets a really good job, praise Jesus. And she spends all of her time praising Jesus, proclaiming his goodness. The other women hate that. <laughs> They're so tired of her praising Jesus and proselytizing. They just wish she would shut up about him. How about us? Like Simeon and Anna, you and I recognize or we should recognize the presence of Jesus in our lives. How do we proclaim that? How do we proclaim the presence of Jesus and his activity in our lives? I would guess that the best thing, the best way, isn't necessarily through the words we speak but probably most in what we do, how we see others, what we do to serve the needs of others. Our three weeks with the Out of the Cold program, I guess it ends tonight and tomorrow they go to another church. And for three weeks, the Spirit has been moving me to see Jesus, to see the presence of Jesus in the lives of these men and women who are homeless and need shelter. Simeon, in a beautiful prayer that, oh, we should pray every night before we go to bed, if our eyes have been opened, Simeon's prayer is, now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, a light of revelation to the Gentiles, the glory of your people, Israel. He's the light. The Spirit moves us to seek him. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.